Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Oikos Family Podcast. My name is Sonia Wood and I'm sharing with you about orderliness because here we are in October 2019 and we are taking the month of October as a theme of orderliness to share with you some ideas and the blessings that I have received from orderliness through the years. So in the previous episodes, I just shared a few ideas on orderliness. And today I'd like to continue with a few more ideas. But I want to just touch today on the individuals. In episode 36 and 37, I shared some practical ideas on orderliness. But today I want to talk to you about the individuals that are busy in this project of orderliness, the individuals in your home perhaps, or even maybe yourself. Because it's not something that just comes naturally for some or easily for some. And I understand why. I have seen in households that if a person has been raised in a situation or their circumstances are such that that order and orderliness was not part of their upbringing, then it's going to be difficult for them as an adult to just be able to naturally do this. And that's why I'm hoping that these podcasts will help just to give some ideas. But I know what helped us, even though in my household, in my childhood, in my upbringing was one of order, even with that, I still had um, support from um, our Konos living because we lived Konos. And so we've got this manual called Konos and Konos takes character traits and then Um, focuses on a specific character trait so that you practice that character trait until, you know, you found the fruit of it. And so within the Konos Manual, there's this um, particular unit called orderliness. And so within that, there's all these projects and activities and crafts and things to do that are constantly bringing us back to understanding the importance of orderliness and why God would like us to be orderly and why we need to develop orderliness in our characters and why we need to be people of order and so on and so forth. So we have this opportunity. Well, I had this opportunity when um, we were home educating our own children to dive into the Konos manual, into the orderliness unit and practice being orderly. And as I say, even though I came from a foundation of orderliness because just that's how my parents ran their home. And so we were blessed with that for starters as a foundation. But then I had Konos as well on top of that to to help me to have actual many, many ideas that I didn't have to sit and think through for myself. I could just read the orderliness unit and there was all sorts of wonderful ideas of ways to practice being orderly. And so I wanted to talk today about the fact that some people don't have either of those things. Maybe you didn't come from the foundation of order, you know, an orderly home, let's presume for a moment. And let's also presume that you don't know what Konos is and you haven't heard of it and you don't have the manual and so you don't have this unit that you can dive into. And if that be the case, then that's what I want to talk to you about today to say that, well, first off, obviously, if you can get your hands on the Konos manual and if you can get into that orderliness unit and use it, I'm sure you're going to find that helpful. But this is how I have helped other people 
to take these steps that they feel are impossible. And in actual fact, I can start right in my very own experience of my very own family because I am... Um, in, within our family, I had one member in our family that wasn't just naturally orderly. I'm sure you're going to identify, I'm sure you're going to find in your family some of the members of your family are more orderly than others. And maybe when one is doing something in the kitchen, they leave a trail behind them that makes it very evident that, you know, who was the one that had left that trail. And another one will clean up and tidy up and all the rest behind them. However, I have heard moms chatting about this at mom's retreats and they have said it's more likely that it's a rare occasion that they will have that they will find that a one of their children has actually tidied up behind them that's that's like unusual it's not a common thing and so this is exactly why I wanted to talk to you about it because I want to tell you what I did with our one member that was inclined to not be orderly I went into this person's room one day and I saw it was a terrible, terrible mess. So I sat down on the bed with a downcast face because that's how I felt. And the individual asked me what was the matter. And I said, I'm just praying because I just need to ask God to help me to show me how to help us get order here because... This doesn't look pretty. And so the individual looked quite concerned at my forlornness and asked, came up with some ideas, actually. Oh, we could do this and I can tidy up and, you know, and so it went on. So so I said, well, I would like to help you because this I had obviously noted that this particular individual had difficulty with realizing the chaos they were creating. And so we spoke about some of the scripture that verses that we had read, and I said how important it is that maybe we need to memorize those and put them up on the mirror in the bathroom or wherever and write them on the windows. You know, you get this lovely window paint where you can just draw on the windows and then wipe it off afterwards. And so you see, this is just an idea actually I just had, and that is to try and turn what looks like a a terrible problem into something that becomes something that you want to do. You know, we want to go and write on the windows and write a scripture on the windows about the importance of why we must be orderly and find some scriptures pertaining to that and turn what looks like an insurmountable problem into something that is actually constructive and actually enjoyable. So we spent some time thinking about different ways that we could actually make the situation better. And all the while, I was encouraging this member of our family by saying to them, to the person, that I want to help you. I want to help you to get the blessing of order. I want you to know how much better it is for you when you're looking for a particular little piece of that little Lego piece, like a little man, and he needs the helmet for his little man, and he can't find it because it's maybe gone under the bed because the Lego's all over the floor. And so we came up with some ways and ideas of always put the tiniest pieces in this little container. So we we got um, 
a tiny, tiny little case. It was actually quite sweet with a little clasp on it. And for some reason, the clasp was important to this person to, to be able to close it, close the case and clasp it, you know, latch it closed. Um, and instead of it just being a Tupperware, the snap on lid or something. So what we did is we worked on finding ways that would really help this person to this member of our family to actually enjoy the process of getting order. And not only that, not just actually enjoy the process to get there, but also enjoy the result of it and experience the blessing of it. And that is something that I think the parent needs to emphasize. The parent needs to bring awareness to the child that this is a good thing. Look how I'm helping you. Come alongside the child. Don't just be... Tidy your room, tidy your room, tidy your room. That's not meaningful to the child. That's just mom repeating herself and the child not taking it very seriously. But if the parent is really serious about this and you're sitting there, I mean, I was really serious about it. I sat there and I was really quite concerned. I thought, what am I going to do? What am I going to do about this child that just does not seem to understand that this chaos and this mess isn't acceptable? and acceptable for them, for their character, for even their own enjoyment, um, you know, their own pleasure in a day. And so we did that. This is just one example of something, uh, the processes that we went through to get to this place of bringing order. And I want to tell you that it was amazing. The fruit from that is ongoing to this day. I am so, so, so blessed because I have received so much value from the gift of order, of keeping things in order and how much easier it is once you've actually got that order and you put that little bit of effort that is required to keep it in place, the blessing and the value of that so, so outweighs if it were not that. In other words, if it was just chaos, you, it, it seems to me that when there's chaos and mess, even in this particular case that I share of this one member of our family, the member in our family was not very, you know, disturbed or concerned about the mess because this just didn't make any difference to them. But when they experienced the other of, of there being order and the value of the order and, and now when a little piece needed to be found for something. It was could be found really quickly instead of having to scratch and hunt and be sad that it couldn't be found. So the individual started to really experience the value of the order. But it took time, as you can no doubt hear. You as parents are, who are listening, I'm presuming, are very aware of the time and effort that needs to be put into being able to have the fruit and on that, let me encourage you that this story that I shared with you about the bedroom and the messy bedroom was as much as, let me think, 15 or more years ago. And so from then until now, I've had 15 years of tremendous blessing. So it might have taken me as much as five days, five weeks, maybe five months, maybe five years to eventually start receiving the blessing of this one aspect in our home. But from then on, I've had the next 15 years of just being so thoroughly blessed by 
the result of being convicted by, about orderliness and this member of our family being convicted by it as in the value of it and why it's so much better and why in every way it is better. So, and we've got that now. And so we are blessed by that now. And I don't think there's an end to it, by the way. I know I'm saying it could have taken five days or five hours or five months or five years, but it is really a lifetime where we keep these things in place. I'm just talking about getting them to the to being in place. Was That takes a bit of time. But after that, just keeping that order, isn't that difficult? It becomes a lifestyle. It becomes something that becomes a practice, a, a habit, a good habit to have. Isn't that wonderful? It's just... It's great to have a good habit, right? So I just really hope, I'm hoping, hoping, and I'm going to actually pray for you as well and just hope that those of you who are listening, I'm hoping and praying that you too will be experiencing the blessing and the value of orderliness and that it's going to be part of your lifestyle and that you are going to be blessed, blessed, blessed. In fact, you know what? In the next episode, I'm going to talk about the blessings of orderliness because it's exciting. It's something to hope for, something to look forward to, and something that you can attain and you can have. So thank you for listening to this one, and I look forward to sharing with you in the next one. Bye for now.